actually listen to it on the way here. Yeah, you motivated. Yeah, not straight up though, because uh, it, it, it's one of those ones that's actually very, very personal. Obviously, yes, Ron is my brother-in-law. For people who don't know, like the father of my nieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I used to be his manager when he was at the height of his rap career. So it's it, it means a lot. And then those names that he's saying, like if if you haven't listened to Turf One Now, it's a five-minute yeah song. And three minutes and fifteen seconds of that is shout outs to dead people and people in jail. Mm-hmm. So like he, he say he say about hundred and twenty different names and like those names all I ain't gonna say all of them, but a good majority of those names hit home for me too. He, he named family members in here that I got that got taken from him, killed, you know what I'm saying? Uh friends, killed, taken. People I've seen chopped down in front of my eyes. Like, right. you know, he, he's he's he, that. So that's one song that always is going to resonate, no matter, no matter what. It always resonate. Number two is uh, Nipsey Hussle, "Face the World" from the Crenshaw album. Okay. Uh, that's just a song. Like I don't want to go too deep into it, but like just listen to the lyrics. It's a very inspirational song. It'll tell you, like it, it really is a peek into our greatness and like how you're supposed to tap into that. Uh, three. This is strictly just a music choice. Talk it, talk. Come on, man, give it to me. Biggie and uh, Method Man, the what from the from the Ready to Die album, like that's just rapping at his best. The what, like, right? Yeah, the what? Uh, okay. My three. fourth, my boy, fourth song. My fourth song would be Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke. Um, <laughs> Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke. I can't listen to that song without getting into a, a good mood. Like you know what I'm saying, no matter where I'm at with it, Sir Duke, come on. People, a lot of people don't know it because the name, like yeah. you don't know the name of that, but just Google it, listen to it, you'll know the song. It's familiar to everybody. Like it's, it's one of those ones that make you happy. Okay. And uh, my fifth one is uh, Fela Kuti, <laughs> Sorrow, Tears, and Blood. Now that's that's more like it's <laughs> more like a mini album. It's like a thirteen minute song, but like Fela Kuti is a is a if you like Burner Boy, like it's pretty much copying Fela Kuti exactly. Okay. So, go back and listen to Fred. And was like, it, I'm serious. Like, he, Burner Boy has copied whole songs. Yeah. So, like, go back and listen to him, check them out. They have an Avon. Like, they got a Broadway play about that. So, like, he, he was the Africa 70, Africa 80. Those are his groups. Like, check that out. It's, it's some, it's some, it's some uh, music that is really tapped into, you know, like our spirit. You know okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. So, we're going to do it like this. You don't mind. You don't be a I am this rich. Uh, I was about to get my full government. I ain't gonna do that. Uh, rich <laughs> from uh, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the owners of Peddlers uh, and Pushers. Come uh, on, talk to your talk. A, a dad. Talk to your talk. Dad's a three. My oldest son. I have to do this. My yeah. oldest son is a is a member of uh, Black Star Kids, which is a group out of Kansas City, which is doing. Insane things right now. Got exactly. a got a got a uh, U.S. tour coming up starting in uh, November, running through December. Going to hit 28 cities in 40 days. Kansas City will be one of those. December 5th at the Truman. So come check them out, please. My son Ty Faison, uh, his bandmates DeAndre and Gabe are also. You know, That's what's up. They they are my children also. That's what it's about. That's what's like, up. I, I care about them all. I my kids and support that. Uh, other than that, like like ex-military, yeah. 
before I met this guy. Like, you know. I'm going to feel over there, pretty, That pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm from the town. Obviously, Kansas City. I'm from the 50s, the heart of the 55th. Uh, and my, my, I guess, like, my family is very entrenched in Kansas City also. My grandmother is Marion Foote. Some of y'all know who that is based off, like, an apartment complex off 13th and Brooklyn. But she's also, like, a one of the co-founders of Freedom. She sat at the table with Bruce Hawkins and Leon Jordan and uh, some others and got that and got that done, that dream done. She's also uh, very uh, instrumental. She led the charge to get the Freedom Fountain built. Okay. Like, go check that out if you get a chance. Uh, and I mean, that's pretty much, you know, like my history as far as the town go. Okay. Like, you know. Okay, okay. All right, sir. What's going on? Like, yeah, what's up? What's up, family? I got one cool cat out the way. Let me get the other cool oh, cat. Oh, man, I ain't nothing. So, check this out. New Orleans. Yeah. My dog drove first. He didn't got us, he didn't got us out the city. Yeah. It's your turn to take on us. By the way, 12, 14, I think it is. Yeah. So, it's your turn. So, we, we St. Louis. You got to get us on, out on the other side of Missouri. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, I have not thought about it. I erased my list of him, so uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He took Stevie, so Stevie was a share. Stevie so. was a share, so I'm gonna have to start with that. I'm going all I do. Okay. Um, that's my my song uh, okay. for Stevie. Yeah. Um, that makes me. It reminds me of my wife. It gets me emotional. It's a very emotional song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna stay old school. Uh, okay. Number number two. Yeah. Let's go, Rufus. Stay. Hey. Uh, right on, right on. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm I'm a huge Shaka Khan fan. My wife hates this shit. <laughs> um, uh, I love that song. I love it. That's another song that gives me emotions. Um, reminds me of my dad. Number three. Uh, Cherish the day. Shaka. Yeah. My dad doesn't. He never listened to rap. He never listened to rap. Um, so. Um, I got introduced to rap uh, by my brothers mm-hmm. uh, early nineties. Both my brothers called life sentences, so mm-hmm. I got uh, the brunt of the day in the streets. They was out there doing what they did. They both got life sentences. You know what I'm saying? So that speaks for itself on what happened. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, two more, two more. So I have to get ratchet. Come on, I'm gonna go RJ. Uh, Mr. LA, I'm having to go. Uh, nobody. Uh, that I, that song right there just makes me think of my. It makes me think of my company. Okay. Ain't nobody gave us this shit. We gotcha. earned. We earned all of it. We did. We did everything. Like nobody. Nobody taught us how to do this. Nobody taught us how to do anything. Like we literally learned everything from each other. Yeah. Sitting down. I'm still active duty military, so watching them smoke. Yeah. Me getting pissy drunk. Ideas coming to me in the middle of the night. I'm calling this guy. I'm calling that guy. You know, I'm calling the brothers. And it's click. Gotcha. Catching on fire. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where I'm at? Last one. Last one. That's hard. Uh, I'm, I ain't going to lie, man. I was born in Norfolk, man. I'm going to go uh, rock and roll, family. That's I got to. Uh, rock and roll? Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of family from Huntersville. So, I'm, I'm definitely... North, I was born in Norfolk. I was born in Norfolk, Virginia. 
I was raised in Virginia Beach. I do not rep Norfolk, Virginia at if all. If you don't know about Norfolk, <laughs> Virginia, Huntersville, when you speak of, that's what family like from. That's that's the that's the oldest part. Maybe park places. It's a toss up. It's a, it's a my, yeah. It's they, a they, they, they right across the street from each other. So they, they, it's a hill area. Yeah, it's a very hill area. My dad is from uh, a hood that's no longer there no more. It's called Lafayette Shores. Okay. Uh, my oldest brother is from Young's Park. Yeah. And my middle brother is Tom. from um, Oakley. Oakley. Okay. Uh, I was born. In, I was born in uh, on Valentine Road. And we moved into Oakmont North. Okay. That's uh, another uh, rough Sunday. area yeah, in Norfolk. After that, I moved to the beach. I've been to the beach since in this neighborhood called Pecan Gardens. Another rough area. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia Beach is a different kind of hood. Our hoods are, our environments are better. You won't know you in the hood until you get chipped off in Virginia Beach because you think you're in the hood. You think it's sweet. It's really not. There was another area y'all was telling me about. Shark. I don't know. That's what they call That's what they call Norfolk, period. Shark City. Like they have a saying, like Shark City. You stop moving, you die. It's like a shark. Sharks stop swimming, they die. It's real out there. It's small, but it's real. Yeah. Check this out. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Do I'm Navy guy, active duty, been in the military next month will be 15 years. So I, re I retire in 20, so I got five more left. Uh, yeah, born, I'm not from the town, but this is my second home, man. This yeah, is my second home. That's my brother. Like you said, that, that relationship was double. That's there with me as well. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, his family's intertwined. He's just in, it's intertwined with my family. Uh, like I said, both of my brothers are on life sentences, uh, got a sister, uh, she's with it too, you know what I mean, but you know what I mean, it's all, it's all what it is, you know, it's all love, you know, as a collective, it's just, it is what it is. Okay, yeah. prayerfully we getting the brother back something. Yeah, yeah, man, my brother, he's coming up on the field, man, mm -hmm. so he's been like, he's been down since 95, yeah. so yeah, he should be home. It's looking real good. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you can see this. You know, you can be able to pull the phone out one day and see this one. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, okay. Uh, so y'all got I got a clothes on. I got a I got a family, I got a unit. Yep, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna I don't wanna shortchange you by no means. Mm -hmm. 2012. 2012. Oh, oh, officially. 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 Exact date is uh January first of twenty twelve. Is when we actually, you know, kind of paperwork back, trademark, register, all that. Okay. Don't tell me the name of it. Know what Peddlers, it pushers, mm -hmm. is yeah. the name of it. And uh, there is definitely, like I said, uh, meaning to everything that you see on any piece. Like, there's nothing just there for nothing. Even the name, like, uh, means something. It means, like, the circle, mm -hmm. 360, completing, completing your circle. Like, <clears throat> Going from uh, pedaling to pushing, like something to nothing. Small like, time to big time. Small exactly. Time. If you started with something, going from something to more. Like, because everybody, this can apply to everybody. It's taking from one spot and pushing it further. Like, pushing it as, as far as you're, as you're capable of pushing it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, also, like, I think uh, making yourself a part of a team. Like allows you and enables you to be able to push it further. No like so that that's important to me too. My brothers is important to me. Like you know, so no doubt. okay. So when we look at it, man, and I'm I'm a I'm a fan. 
it makes it simple, man. Like you got you got one, two, three. Like, and if your time starts kind of getting stretched, like I'm gonna I'm gonna default to whatever the the, the top priority is. Like so, like off the foot, my family is gonna get like a good 80% of my time. That's, the, that's what I do. Like, I don't I don't work a job. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have residual income. I don't work a job. So, like, my family is my job. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm going to spend probably more than the, the average father I'm gonna and, and husband. I'm going to spend more of that time. Like, 80% of my time is all about family. And that other percent, percentage of time I get, I, I invest it into my other family. Mm-hmm. Spelling the bushes. Like, my life is very simple. I'm, I'm a born dude, though. But there's nothing wrong with being born. Yeah, not, not, not at all. I think uh, just to kind of think about it. Yeah, I've been lit. That's what I was about to say. Like, for born, I've, you know, I've I, had those those four summers. Yeah. You know, I tell all my partners a lot of times, like, you get three or four good ones. Yeah, straight up. Because after that, it's really an ongoing cycle. You see what I'm saying? I look back at that lit time, and I, I appreciate some of it, not, and a lot of it, I'm like, Stupid, like, stupid. Like 20, 20, 20, 30 band weekends and stuff yeah. like that, man. Like, yeah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool where I'm at now, honestly. So, do me this though. Check this out. You said 80, 20. Yeah. What are three for you? What are three for me? Like, you gotta get a little piece of it. Like, I need a little. Hey, this is gonna sound. This is gonna sound terrible. And I know it's probably not balanced, but like my 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 piece, the, the piece for me feel like it really feel like I'm cheating. I'm getting like the eighty because like. Since they went like I didn't have heroes like outside of my, my home. Yeah, my hero was my father. That's and, like that's what he was. It was just a full time father, like you said, neighborhood father. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. still, still he was still a guy that was with the shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. So I just looked at him. I just wanted to be like him, man. A good father, stomp down nigga. Like you know, and uh, and uh, so that part of it, it's like I'm living a dream almost. Like I, I didn't, I didn't have any plans in life. For real, right, right. Sad as that sound, other than like you know, what I'm saying being a husband and a father, because like, I saw that in my dad. That's what yeah. I wanted to be. So every every day really is a blessing. At the yeah, end. man. Like I, I, for real, for real, for real. Like that's why it's so easy to do it. Like I for real enjoy that. Yeah. You know, so, that's what's up. what about you? That's a question. You got 24 hours in a day. <laughs> you at work. I'm like the complete opposite, man. I'm active duty, man. So yeah. like my my time my time at work is it is what it is. I can't not go to work. Correct. I can't call out. I can't do this. I can't come home sometimes. Yeah. I gotta stay at work. I gotta go away. Um, I've been married for a fraction of the time. I've been married for three years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I run to him for advice, right. and I run to you know people that's been there and done right. that before. And I try to run to people like that closer in age. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear from no 60-year-old because this is a different time. Talk to yourself. But one thing that I've learned being married for three years is you got to reset and snap. Like, like, it's going to change, like, for me. Like, my kids get older. My wife knows me better. I know her better. Right. It could be day to day, minute to minute, month to month, year to year. It's growing, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that that's happening, it's uh, you got to take a step back sometimes and reset your whole thing and then come back at it like, okay, I need to fix this mm-hmm. and make it even better. I'm not saying which, like how you were running it was wrong. Right. You're just coming back better. So modifying. You're modifying it and you're adapting, you're evolving as a husband and as a mm-hmm. father, a service member, as, you know what I mean? 
So uh, I would say I try to do a. I'm probably gonna lie to you, man. I'm like at forty percent with the family, man. Yeah. Um, my position in my job right now is a lot better than it was last year. I was yeah. in a horrible position. I was in charge of so many people. Right. I was so stressed out from four in the morning until four o'clock. Well, yeah, sixteen hundred. Gotcha. Military folks. I'm, I'm stressed out. Yeah. I'm dealing with grown people. Right. That, that you signed you you signed your life away, <laughs> but I gotta come bail you out of jail. I gotta come do this, that, and the third. I gotta go to court with you. I gotta make sure you pay your bills on time. I got kids to do this for. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I could be at home, but just because you don't know how to do this at work, you don't know how to do your job, but you've been in the Navy or you've been in the military for six, seven years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I would say it would be like a, it's like a 40, 40, 20. And the only reason I would say it's a 20 to myself is because I just bought a new toy, I bought a motorcycle. Okay. So, like y'all know, I'm, I'm gone. Like, you know, like I'm gone. Like I, if it's, it's sunny outside or it's no rain, I'm on my bike. I don't care if it's negative ten. I don't care if it's 140. I'm on my bike. Just take a ride. And I'm taking my ride. And I'm taking different ways home. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to see stuff. Ride through neighborhoods that I want to move into. I'll ride through. You know what I mean? Seeing what I want to see. So you said you. So basically, in that in that twenty, you still trying to find your balance of like the next. Exactly. I still. Like you said next level. It never stops. It never stops. You know what I mean? And that's if it does, then you're doing something wrong. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate to like point to certain people for examples because I don't really look at people mm-hmm. like like that. But like, those those are rich. Like you know, like if Jay Z or, or or Puffy or Bezos. Gates or whoever, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like Warren Buffett still get up and chase a check every day. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like so, right. like it's it's still always the next level. Yeah. So like that never stopped. And that and that's how I know that what we do uh, will impact people just because like it, it has a meaning to it, and that meaning everybody can relate to, man. Like you're trying to get to something higher. Right. Trying to get something higher. Okay. Okay. So when you look at that, man. Can you break down like a time, but then we also break down our calendars together. And we was talking about our calendars. Yeah. Had, for the ventures and stuff that you had done prior. Yeah. You meet him and another cool cat. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all jump off. Yeah. Y'all hanging out doing y'all saying. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. Like what, how y'all got I'll, I'll just run down like my, my history, cause like, uh, my history definitely covers the whole span mm-hmm. of the Pelican mm-hmm. Pusher experience. Before, excuse me, before uh, it started, Pelican Pushers, like way before, mm-hmm. when I was living in Virginia, uh, a roommate, still still my brother to this day, uh, a roommate I went on, uh, Gavin from, from Staten Island, New York, he, uh, he and I started a t-shirt company called Rich and Gab. Okay. And uh, it did pretty decent, like, in the area, like, you know what I'm saying, amongst our friends. And even back here, like, I had considerable amount of sales just before we were doing it at the time. It wasn't very efficient. It was just like, you know, we had a passion, and we tried we tried it. And we, we, we kept trying to grow that, and eventually we all, we all kind of fell off of that particular dream. Like, our friendships remained, but, like, they weren't as invested in fashion. Yeah. As I was like, I was the way I was raised. My mother like take me shopping at yeah. a very young age and had me put my hands on fabrics and feel stuff and learn the differences between stuff. So like, it means a lot to me. So 
uh, they didn't have that same level of interest. So like it fizzled out, and along the way, I ended up meeting uh, Shoney and one of our other partners, Dewan. Uh They were uh, I was their supervisor in the military on deployment. So right. like what he was speaking about, like people. Uh, Causing you these issues, and like yeah. you have to be on deck for, for people that should yeah. be their own and should be handling their own. Like, that's part of the reason I, they end up my partners. I didn't have to do that with them. So, yeah. like, we fostered that, that fostered a good relationship. I didn't have to be like parental with them. So, like, we could be friends. And that, that led to this by, uh, because they were into fashion the same way I were, they were very fresh. Like always, every time we hit a port, like you know what I'm saying, like the fit check was right. And once we got to talking about it, like their minds were in the same place, and we start tossing around ideas about, uh, start tossing ideas about a company. And I'm a creative writer, so like the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the idea of pillars and pushers like just popped in my head. And I said that, and they was like, the name is dope. Like before we even heard the idea, because the original, I don't know if you remember this, the original spelling was like a pedal. Okay. Like not like pedaling, but like yeah. a pedal. Like and it was like man, you do like some black skateboarder stuff. Like and we, that was the thoughts originally. Yeah. And like it, it quick. I was like, I don't know about that necessarily. I'm from the beach, man. Then, <laughs> so I mean that's part of it. But like out on the beach, like you you'll you'll skateboard to, yeah. to take somebody top off. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. So it's different. <laughs> Go left right. But like here, that's not like that. So like in my mind, like I was like, I don't know. Like I'm I'm really thinking more like. Curve servants like pushing birds, yeah. man. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's why I grew up around like yeah. watching dudes go from that, like go from standing on the street corner to like, hey man, he's the dude now. Yeah. Like so, I was thinking of it that way. I was like, because that applies to just more more than one aspect of life, yeah. one, one area of life. Like there's lawyers out here trying to go from the curb server, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, to the guy who's pushing. Yeah. Like you know, everybody want nobody wants to chase ambulances or whatever. Everybody wants to be like Johnny Cochran or something. So like. That's the same thing. It's no different. Like, you know, like, uh, uh, so that part of it, meeting them, getting along the line, getting getting down the road with them, and uh, establishing more ideas and kind of tossing those around, and then we met another guy who was okay. a friend of I want to say either Shoney or Duran, both of them maybe, and he came up with a logo for us, and like that was really the birth. Like yes. Once he sent us the logo, yeah, we was like, yeah, we, we going. Yeah, he will. Shout out to Derek. Yeah. And once we got the logo back, we was like, yeah, it's on. And like, we got our first piece and just been kind of doing it since. It's been at a slower pace, at our pace. Because yeah. like we said, we got families. He got, you know, deployments, all kind of stuff. Right. So like, our pace has been kind of choppy. But like now, we're in the driver's seat, you know, steady. We got our hands on the reins. We're ready to go. Okay. So I'm going to say that. I'm going to keep it focused. I I got I got the friend a while back. It's two stories, but three people here in the city had me up, and that was I used to work with a cheese, 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 and on Fridays, you could wear your joints there, like because yeah, every other day up. you had to wear your pharmacy, you know what I'm saying, scrubs and all that you couldn't do. You know, what I'm you had to have polo on, you had to have a jacket on. So he used to walk around and he playing Dom Kennedy doing this thing because he gave me 
He gave me gold out penis. You know, he gave me. Okay. He okay. So, so I'm looking at him with that. What you got? Oh, he's like, oh, that's why the penis is my people, right? And then, as well as Kali, he wearing it. I'm like, bro, what is this? So now when I see his stories and stuff, and he got his hard hat. Yeah, that was it. With the on I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Like, it's going on. <laughs> but what really got me? I got somebody that I consider my brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we talking one day, right? He's like, yeah, I'm in VA. I'm out here. You know, well, baby, we chilling. So Mikey, like, you chilling. He said, hey, bro, you got to look online at these clothes I've been looking at, bro. They got some fly stuff. Because he like diamond supply and all of that type of stuff. And he was big on all of that, right? He's like, bro, it's this line. It's this clothes line, right? So he's like, uh, it's in VA, right? He's like, Strike. I think it's in VA, right? <laughs> I said, okay, cool. Clubhouse company. I'm on the clubhouse, right? <laughs> and they start talking, and they like, you know who that would do? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, oh, we did. So it's Ace, Shelly. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> you know, one of the cats, right? Okay. So I called my bro. I said, hey, bro, you're a damn believer, bro. I'm with, I'm with the guys. I'm with the, he's like, man, ain't no way. He said, bro, I've been looking at that club. He sent me the website. I'm seeing the picture. Basketball shorts. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, hey, bro, this. I'm like, bro, I'll be, I just got through talking to dude. He's like, nah. <laughs> So that's why that's I'm laughing at him because I'm like, a full circle. You know what I'm saying? A full circle. A full, I'm talking, he, he's pubbing it, bro. He's pubbing it. He like, bro, you got a full circle. I'm pretty sure that's Where's that? Home my home. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> you think what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can't walk through Virginia with anything probably and push it on and not, somebody not acknowledge it. Like, uh, I, I, I had a jacket on one time just on the beach, and somebody ran up on me and was like, "Oh, you know, show me." That's my brother. Oh, you want to I was like, "Yeah, that's me." Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. so that was mind blowing, bro. Okay. And I remember having a conversation with him one time. I was just trying to get my shirts. Like, bro, you got to take, take stairs with this, like, you know, so like he would, but it wasn't like, uh, like, it's like you said, y'all went through trial and error. He like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to fish. It's up to you. It's up to you to do the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm showing you. What you mean by, you know what I'm saying? This, he said, I do mine. It was different, but you got to find your niche, right? That's what it's about. But it was so much, there was so much knowledge in that because it was like, if I give you an answer, like people said before, you don't expect it. If you go out and do your own leg work, yeah. it was that. Man, I remember I just popped the box about a month ago. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm like, hey, it just dropped in. I'm, I'm hyped. You know what I'm saying? Because it was it was something that you took from the ground level, a dream, straight up, a vision, straight up, and the sweat tears that go along with all the other failed ideas or ideas that maybe you said, hey, bro, I need to make a bandana, and I ain't make it the time I was supposed to make it. Two days later, you look on the internet and somebody got a bandana and everybody man, going. You see what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. I, I, for real, I called Sean one time and was like, man, I gotta check our phone, man. Like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, dead serious, right? man. Like, right. we, we've made, we've had ideas that, like, we've literally came up, I, I, I've came up with something on the shit. I've came up with something while I'm in the driveway at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> shout out to Clubhouse. I was at McDonald's. And I'm like, yo, this, that, and the third. I will call, bro. Yeah. Yo, this is it. He like, yo, I fuck with it. Yeah. Bro. Big. Big brand companies have it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Hey, one one story in particular. I I had came up with this idea for a parka. We didn't do it. We ended up doing it. Not doing it because like it had the amber sand on the back. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Pellets pushed on the front. Not, it was you know. Somebody actually, I, I got a sample made. Somebody tried to buy it off my back for like six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, nah, it's, it's a sample. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got more coming. And then we log on to Nike one day. So you can like Nike. I don't even know why an Ampersand figures into Nike. They got a jacket. They had a jacket. Ampersand on the back of it. Like, yeah. I was like, man, we got to check our phones, man. Like, that's that's yeah. crazy. Because, like, where? It was a couple weeks later, but I'm just like, yeah. Where does that come from? Like, how do you even incorporate an Ansign into Nike? Into Nike. That makes no sense. So, yeah. It was trash. I was so mad. Speaking of Nike. Speaking of, Nike. Speaking of Nike. Speaking of Nike. Oh, yeah. We got, uh, our, we got our bag back from them, though. We got our bag back, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the back end, man. Uh, I, uh, me, uh, extended, extended PMP member, man. My, my little cousin, man. Like, we came together one day and uh, we started customizing shoes. Yeah. Customizing, customizing. Like, doing yeah. this, that, and third. Honestly, one, we made one shoe. Shoe went viral. Which one? Uh, we made an olive green shoe. It's not a PMP. It yeah. was just a regular shoe. It was just a regular shoe. We made it. I think it got shared, I want to say 20,000 times. No, man. We were getting calls from, literally, we were getting calls from Africa. We were getting calls from Europe. We were getting calls. The States was the first two days. Right, right. People calling us through Facebook. Yeah. Facebook calling us like, no, you know who we are. Bro, I need a size 10. Bro, I need a size 20. I don't know, 12, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. And um, I was just like, bro, like, I called them. I was like, "Hey, bro, can I use the ampersand? Like, yeah. I know, I know this is me and him doing yeah. this on the side, but like, this is ours too." And he was just like, "Bro, y'all, like, he's family, bro. Yeah. Just go ahead and push the button." And that's what came of it, man. Man, listen, it's something about taking him bottom, bro. <laughs> the gun bottom, but the texture of the shoe itself, man. I'm yeah, to, I mean, I'm, I'm looking yeah, at the shoe. He serrated leather is is tough. Bless it. He drops it on the thing. He said, I, "He said I ain't." You know, he says the divided family. This how he said the house is divided. I don't just got the blue one, got the red one too. Yeah. Like, I hope they join up on my galaxy. Let's see how she. There you go, man. Tell me see that from. This it right here. Uh, this is his personal pair. Yeah. Um, I got a personal pair. I ain't. I don't think I wore none of mine. Yeah. Um. Uh. They made. They got shredded leather. Yeah. Um. Smooth leather on the check. Uh. Gold on the back. Custom box. Gun bottom. Uh. I seen that, and I, I seen that. Oh, uh, we got a tag. That is, that's you know, that's the P, that's the ampersand. This is yeah. our logo. This is our company logo. But this is my cousin, man. Just as much as you know, what I mean, yeah. Just as much as our shoe was his shoe. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's he was. Right. He came to me with the idea of creating shoes. Right. And now we're making. We got so many orders coming in. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Hawk is colors pushing. Yeah. He really is. He really is. Like he was just, he was just jammed up legally when we started. Uh, really, really, really rolling. So, like, you know, he wasn't highly visible. He's, he's, he's already. Yeah. Y'all yeah. see him on the website. Y'all see him everywhere. Yeah. 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 He just said it today. All about time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that experience. I was going to Lowe's Hotel. I want to shoot there, but well, he gave me an idea. I'm like, come on, go outside with it. We've been outside all week. Let's go outside, right? Yeah. I go in there, they kind of, you know, they treat me away. He's like, it's all about timing, bro. He's like, once you get past that, you'll understand. Because I don't be understanding, like, I understand the highs and the lows, but sometimes I just be like, don't make no sense. You see what I'm saying? Because I feel like if I'm coming at you some respect, I demand it back. And that's, yeah, like, that's what that should be given back. But when I don't get it, it just makes you kind of look at things a little different. But real quick, <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is drip, ultra pure water. 
he signed on for the whole season two. So I'm, I'm down to my, my last of the crevice. So oh, you like that? I don't think I'm being rude, but it's, it's to, to the crevice, you know what I'm saying? So I had to hold him down. I, I actually started on him, so I'm going to finish him off. But I'll make sure that you get what you need. Oh, yeah, that's right, cool. Right, I right, should, right, you right, send right. me a link. You already know I'm going to support, man. Yeah, so right he's, he's in the city. He's in the city. He's from okay. the city.
that uh, need that attention, that need that 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 bit of sauce that you got, that bit of like wisdom that you got, a little yeah. piece of game that you got. Like pay, pay that forward, man. Like so instead of looking back and being like, man, this generation lost. Right, right. You can look back and be like, man, incorporating what I like, basically the things I said. Basically, like, you know, like that's how it go. Like and so for me, that's what it's really about. Paying this forward, and that's why I want my legacy to be for my children. Like at the end of the day, like for them to be solid, upstanding people right. that look out for what's coming, like after them, like you know. And uh, I can only kind of gauge it off like what I'm seeing right. with my children. Like I have one one child so far that has been has reached the you know what I'm saying the age of like I got this on my own and like and it's in the world as an adult and like. He's thriving, so like I feel like I'm on the right path with that philosophy. Yeah, but I forward. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. So then, what did that? Your legacy, what you want to be? Um, I want this. Yeah, fellas and pushers to be here for okay. my kids. That's it. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the any of the. We don't get that anymore. The feasible things of it, like, yeah. I just wanted to be here. My oldest son asked mm-hmm. me, uh, why do we have to be a store? Because I got all the inventory. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so he sees me walking to the garage, packaging this stuff up. He sees the printer. You know what I mean? I'm, pushing, right. I'm sending it out. And he's like, he asked me one day, he's like, why do we have to be a store? And I was just like, look around. Like look, look around, like literally look around. Right. So we're sitting in the garage. You know, my wife has a, a nice truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just bought a motorcycle. What? I have an old school. Yeah. I have an everyday car. Talk to yourself. We have a beater. You know what I'm saying? Right Our grass is cut. <laughs> Our house is pressure washed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have a real leather couch. Yeah. That you're not sticking to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a playroom. Yeah. Know, I'm talking to him. You got a playroom. It's three Nintendo Switches in this house for kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all don't want for nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're this, store. This is why we're stored. Yeah. So you can live comfortably. You're living so comfortably that when you go somewhere and they don't have what we have, you're looking like, what's wrong with, what's wrong with y'all? Yeah. I was like, this is this is what it is. It's a bigger picture for a, a seven-year-old. You know what I mean? A yeah. seven-year-old, like, I wouldn't probably understand it either. Mm-hmm. But I've seen since we had that conversation, he stepped up as a, as a boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now that he has a, a, a baby brother, you know, he's two years old now. He's yeah. walking around, talking, he's learning. You know what I'm saying? And he's, like, literally being his mentor. That's, awesome. ah, that's not what you're going to do. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, mom and dad ain't putting up with that. They ain't going up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's dope. Mm-hmm. It's super dope. You know, my daughter's the oldest. You know what I mean? She's, you know, she's the princess. She's gonna get what she. Wants. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, you got girls. Y'all got girls, man. You know what I'm saying? So we know how that go. You know what I mean? But we already know as black men, we got two strikes. Yeah. You know already. My mom told me this at the age of four. Like my dad wasn't really around like that. My dad was on drugs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he worked. He yeah. was a functioning yeah. drug addict. You know what I'm saying? Like. He still played ball. My dad was still a big dude. Still went to the gym. But yeah. You know what I mean? He played. He played with. He played with drugs. He played. Yeah. He played. So like, my mom told me like, 
you ain't got no room in that stuff. Right. Like, I don't know how much I can cuss on this. Like she told me this is a telling a four year old, like, they can't fuck you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And y'all ain't related. So you got two strikes against you already. You know what I mean? Like a black woman, you know what I'm saying? I could yeah. be I could be their wife. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a, you know what I'm saying? That's what she's telling me. But she was like, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you don't get that you don't, you, don't, you don't get that luxury of having just one strike. You know, right. of just being black. You a you a black man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She didn't use that word. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? You telling the four year old that they kinda of made me like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Let me, you know, take a step back. You know what I mean? And okay, maybe I shouldn't play all the time. Let me go have my mom clean up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it just grew into what it was and you know now I can say I'm pretty successful, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm thirty two. Gotcha. I retire in five years. I'll be thirty seven and I will not have to work no more. Right. I will work with my brother. Yeah. Like that's what's gonna that's gonna pay the bills. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just I want my legacy to be there. Like it's gonna be full press. It's about to be real big big press, but it's gonna be full press when I retire. Yeah, something solid. And, I, I, and that really kind of feeds into what I was saying. Like something solid for mm-hmm. those who come after us to stand on. And even tapping into what he said uh, about the two strikes, like, uh, that's real. Like, I, I talk about this in a different way. Like, I, I usually, like, I'm, a, I'm a, like a pop culture guy. So I, I use, like, uh, the analogy of, like, the Matrix. How like when Neo sits down in front of Morpheus and gets the choice between the pills, and one pill is gonna give you like you're gonna be able to forget that this is happening and go back to your life as normal and forget that, that there's real stuff going on. And one thing is gonna open your eyes to the real. I just know that we uh, get fed. You know the. I, I'm sorry because I watched the movie all the time. But I'm forget. I'm struggling to remember which pill is exactly what. But like you know, red blue pill. Yeah. Like. We get the pill that is gonna force you to see the reality. Yeah. You're fed to us at birth. We don't get a choice, really. That's true. We feel like we get a choice, though. So you have some people out here, you got some guys out here who are living in purple land. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think you, you think out here on the blue pill, but you got forced the red pill, and like, now you're out here, you, you pop the blue pill too, now you're out here living purple, but like, they'll erase. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that that, that that non-reality real quick for yeah. you when you black, like, and, and some of us out here just living and dealing in the reality of it, and like, you know, like I was one of those people that just living the reality of it, cause like, just like Shawnee said with his mom, my parents got me that early. I was raised by two militant parents, like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I got that early. Like, I talk about this all the time too. Like when we talk about like black people, and then we talk about niggas. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and right. I tell people I'll flip like I'm a nigga. And I, and I embrace that because but my definition of nigga is different. Yeah. It's, right. it's different for each person. And for me, a nigga is like somebody who knows the reality that we have to face. And instead of trying to rise above it and ignore it, like, I dig into it and embrace it and find, like, the good within it. So, like, because there's some people who can't rise above it. Like, I can. Like, I can. Like, right. I, I, I could not ever have to deal with anything that comes along with Hood life. I, I decided to move I, not directly back to my hood. My hood is still kind of loud. Yeah. But adjacent to my hood in yeah. the fifties, close close to home. Like I could I could throw a rock to my neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah. Like because like I know there's still people in that this trap stuff. Still trying to still trying to get out of it. Yeah. I can't get out of it. Find a way through it. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. So like 
uh, that's important to me. I tap in with those people every day. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not anti-black person. Like people who rose above and, <laughs> right, right. and went to the suburbs. Or something. I'm just not truly concerned about a uh, 17 year old boy whose car broke down so he can't get to see his, you know, yeah, girlfriend yeah, or whatever. Like, it's it's another guy out here juggling whether to pick up that uwa. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's another guy out here regular, juggling whether he should scam or. Or, 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 or sell that drug to help his mom out. Like, I'm worried about that. And I, I feel like that's what it is. Like, nigga, takes that and embraces it and, and locks in. Like, niggas create room for black people. Yeah. Like, black people just want a space to exist. Yeah. Like, within this system. Right. And niggas understand, like, they're not going to give us that. They're going to take that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a guy from the Kansas City. Quick little history lesson for people who might not know. It's a guy from Kansas City named Alex Harris. Mm-hmm. And he was responsible for writing the Section 3 law uh, into the books. And Section 3 is like a third of all construction contracts have to go through the hands of black people. Like, you gotta put it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Originally blacks, but now it's just minorities. It has to go through their hands, like, because, like, y'all, y'all freezing them out. You gotta put them in that, the I sat down and talked to him. He was a friend of my grandmother's also. I sat down and talked to him, and the way he told me that happened was, like, it wasn't easy. It wasn't me writing letters. It was like, I would go and get, like, some real stomped down niggas to come with me. And they would come armed and line the walls, like, you know what I'm saying, of these chambers while they were passing these bills and laws and stuff. He was like, we we thugged our way to this. Like, you know. And this is back in the 60s and 70s. Right, like right. He sat in the office with Richard Nixon and signed Sex Free into law. His son sat on Richard Nixon's lap as he signed that into law. Like, you don't get there by being passive and going along with the flow. Like, you got to cut against the grain to get into those positions. And, like, in my opinion, it's niggas that do that. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just my definition, my yeah. interpretation of it. So, like, yeah, that's where I stand on that. Like, so, yeah. So, I, I think that's dope because when I look at that, like, my father. He worked in the union, one on one. You know what I'm saying? Cranes operators. I was, and I remember him like telling me like a young cat, like man, because I wanted to shoot ball, wanted to play in the NFL, I want to do all that stuff that most kids grew up, grew up doing. They let me get your trade to straight off. So tell everybody he retired this this year. You know what I'm saying? We had a little function, for him. but to think about it, I seen this man go to work, and he'd be dog mess in his seat. This is in the 90s, 2000s. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 yeah. and so, but my dad was a firm believer of, I don't have to earn your respect. That should be given. Because yeah. in the Bible, in the sense of the world, you're going to give it to me. Because yeah. like, I'm, I'm already respecting you when I come in. I remember them hot days, him being in the sun with the Gatorade cooler on the back of the truck. I remember him picking me up from school in the, in the big work truck and drop down, shifting down, and he like, Hey, can you go watch my overalls? Because I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Right Steel toe boots. I remember my mom working, you know what I'm saying, as, you know, housekeeper at Historic Suites back in the day. This is back when, at the before you run out to the chase as a kid, you know, for your prime, you go to Historic Suites. You see what I'm saying? So all those things are true in the sense that you have to have the pride to go through. I think a lot of times, man, people leave, and they leave in the tents like, I want kids not to be around this. And that's dope. I think that's dope, but I think you still got to come back through every now and then. It can't be like Johnson family vacation where you bring them just for the summer and that's it. Like you got to let them really see. Your kids got to see 
not everything you went through, but they got to be there to really respect it. Because, like you said, you got all these game systems. My son, come, he come hanging with me. He go to my mom's house. He go to different rooms without me. It's a tablet everywhere he go. Mm-hmm. And it's my tablet. Yep. And everybody's saying, yeah, it's your tablet. My daughter, when she goes somewhere, she not asking for McDonald's. She asking for Longhorn and yep. Gates. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because the kids are so, like, entitled now, bro. Like, and it's, it's shame on us. But at the same time, shame on me for one of my kids to know the better thing. No, nah, they deserve it, bro. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's you being a good father. You see what I'm saying? Like, straight up. My kids hate McDonald's. I make them eat. Yeah. They want Chick-fil-A. They want Longhorn Steakhouse and this, that, and yeah. that. They go to Longhorn and get chicken strips. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, you get it at McDonald's. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For cheap. But it's just, we didn't have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did not. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I came from, at my mom and dad split when I was seven, eight. So, like, majority of my childhood. Yeah. I was... I was the man of the house. Gotta get that you later. You know what I'm saying? My mom would come to me and ask me straight up, like, do you want the cable to be cut off or do you want the water to be cut off? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, it's like that. Hey, get a, get a change, you know. Get a change. It yeah. makes you look at the world. It make you look at the world. Yeah. Different. Different. Yeah. The world's no longer half, you know what I'm saying, half full, it's half empty on that type yeah. of stuff. When you're looking at that and you got to embrace it, bro, you look at it like, man, I ain't, you know, I tell everybody, bro, I was 13. My dad told me that. And it wasn't bad. Done raising my kid. He was in the middle of a heated situation. But he said, man, you old enough to know better now. I've gave you everything that I can give you. Yeah. Whatever you go find out here in these worlds, it's, it's on you. Like, he like, I am done. It broke me down, bro. For a long time, man, I had resentment. Because I'm like, bro, you my daddy. You supposed to be here forever. He like, hey, you 13, bro. You're a young man. You smelling yourself. You already jumped off the porch when I told you to keep your innocence. Mm-hmm. Cause you want to be grown. I told you, once you peek behind this curtain and get with these girls, it's gonna change your dynamic of life. Everything. I ain't, I ain't thought of, I, ain't, I don't got the story to say I threw the fastball at 97 miles an hour as a little kid and all that. I can't tell you that I hit the jump shot at the last, I can tell you it was days in middle school and so hey, you ball a little bit here and there, but high school, I don't have those stories because my mind was so trapped in popularity mm-hmm. and women, you see what I'm saying? And, and if I don't do this, they won't respect me for this. Yeah. And I gotta be with this 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 section, because this is where I'm at. And then when I'm going to my mom's house, I gotta grab this section, even though I'm down here, you know what I'm saying? I came way different. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Wyandotte County, you know what I'm saying? They looking at me different when I'm coming to Missouri, but they like, dang, he's the cool cat. But you don't understand, I have to be around other older cool cats to see that, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, think it's, I think it's dope, man, when it comes to like your legacy, man. But you just want to be, I, I think that's dope that you want to, that you inspire to be your dad. He was your hero. You see what I'm saying? When I hear you talk to, you know what I'm saying, to your youngsters and, and how you police them in the, in the sense of a loving father, bro, it's a lot of times, man, you got to think a couple years ago, it was cool to call a little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Get your ass up. And that's how they talk. Like, it was, you seen that. So to, to change the dynamics now and be able to be like, hey, son, come here. Sit right here. Hey, I love you. Hey, daughter, come here. You know you my best. Like, that's now cool. That's one thing that I definitely had. Speaking more of my father, that's one thing that I definitely had. Uh, I'm appreciative of because my father didn't. I mean, you can't. Like, you know that he, right, right. he didn't. He didn't waste time trying to change. Right. Trying to change his spots, man. Like you know what I'm saying. Like he was what he was. And my my pops was stomped down street guy. Yeah. But he also showed me that you could do that and still be a family man. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Like I. I 
until my father's health kind of started declining, like, I remember, like, plenty of days, like, where he would be, like, not going to school today. Fine, you stay on for school today. I'm going to take you and show you, like, yeah, yeah, what yeah, I yeah. do. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, like, my pops used to, uh, my pops used to have a, uh, Bingo Hall <laughs> over there in the Blue View Shopping Center, right over there on Forty Seven. Okay. Right okay. It was a it was a bingo hall, and like bingo halls are really usually like you're seeing this like Catholic church yeah. or something like that because it's charity. It's yeah. to, bingo halls are supposed to be charity, mm -hmm. charitable organizations. But they finagle something, and the charity became home. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, right. and between him and his partners, like I, I remember like eight nine years old watching them sit back and run up like. It's like a three, four year period, man. Like and watching them just run up millions in, in that time frame. Like you know what I'm saying? That was a part of that was a time in my life where we went from living in the hood and watching the shit that happens in the hood, and my father being able to have a little bit of money and trying to stay on top of that money by staying in the hood where it was affordable and stuff, and watching them have to really, really apply the hustle because like. I'm sitting there on the porch and watch somebody get their noodles knocked out yeah. right in front of my house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Eight years old. Mm -hmm. Like, now we got to move. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, my pops on once around that. Pops turn the hustle up. I'm watching this, though. Yeah. I, get, I get an opportunity to go in now and I'm see the button. And watching him, like, hey, got to handle some business. Take this $100 bill and go sweep outside. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, because they was getting to it. But also being like, I'm a father still. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm stumped down. I'm going to chase it. I'm a father still. And that's where I guess I learned like the priority. Like, my father was always at third day. But mm -hmm. nothing came before us. That's like nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? So So you so you do look at it like now when we say like your imagination, right? Your imagination is starting to close on. Your imagination to keep turning the corner every day, right? You believe you, you believe in your heart of heart like you're doing your kids a service. I think with the podcast, it was it was me reinventing my imagination. It was me um, falling in love with my dream. Because like you said, can't give up on love. You, you, but you get to a place where the world only shows you this. And this is what you got to do. You have to have a job. You have to do this. Yeah, you do. But it's a few people that if they're if they crazy enough to jump off the ledge, hey, for they, real. they'll be great. For real. You got to take that leap. You see what I'm saying? You got to take that leap. So with that, I really think that what you're doing, your brand, is like really channeling your imagination. So it's the service for your kids. Like for your kids to see you do certain things that you think that is like you helping their imagination or just like kind of like saying like, hey, you don't got to settle for this or that or how you look at it. Like I'm, I'm like asking, like, do you think that's what it is? I, I, for me, I can I can speak from my experience. Like, and I, I hate to keep going back to my, no, I don't. I love going back to my son because like he's a success. My oldest son, like mm -hmm. is, is, that was my first experience of parenting. Yeah. And I decided with him that uh, we don't, a, a, take this how you want to. A parent doesn't choose a kid's path in life, no matter how much you want to. Yeah. Like you could want a doctor all day. Yeah. But if he gonna sell cabbie, you gonna sell cabbie. Like you, you, you can want, you know what I'm saying? Like you can want a lawyer all day. He's gonna join the service, he joining the service. That's what he's doing. So, but while you're wasting your time trying to get him to be a lawyer, He's choosing the lowest route to go in the service when you could be helping him find a higher route in the mm -hmm. path that he's choosing. So, like, my thing was always just, like, helping my, my kid choose a higher path. My oldest son came to me at, like, seven. Actually, the first time he got involved musically, he was on a Ron Ron mixtape. It was, like, a hood tape, a Charlie Brown tape. Uh, and he did the intro. He rapped the intro at, like, four years old. Yeah. And was like, this is what I want to do. And at seven, he came to me with a plan. 
Yeah, it's just crazy because my son is 20 now. I remember And that, that plan hasn't changed, actually. And it, it, like, he still, set it down. He's still following that same plan. He set it seven, and it's working. Yeah. Like, my son... My son, my son will be, my son will be able to do whatever the hell he pleases financially, based off of music, no later than 2022, like in life, like you know what I'm saying. So it's just one of those things, and I feel like the reason why is not because of me. The only thing I did in that was like gave him a space mm-hmm. to be able to run on that path, and I was a fence as opposed to a checklist. And I feel like. That's why you need two parents, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I understand the times being the way they are. They might not be in the home, which I need to be on the same page. It needs yeah. to be two parents. One parent could be a checklist, and that's usually what mothers do. Mothers want to know, like, eat, do this, that's what it is. Watch, you, you can't clean your ears, you brush your teeth. Whereas I feel like the father should be more like a fence, like where it's like, this is a space that I want you to own. Everything outside of this is... I don't want you to do like there's gonna be some stuff that you, you might step in a you might step in a pal or something here yeah. you know what i'm saying like it is, yeah. you might you might you might get bit by a little bug over here inside the fence that's fine though i know that's not gonna kill you i don't want you outside the fence and that's how i was with my son like wrong yeah. experience that's dope find yourself within it but i'm gonna be here to make sure that you don't go too far i tell my i tell all my kids the same thing like mm-hmm. we have the same and it's uh Princeton or the penitentiary. Like, you know what I'm saying? I tell them, like, straight up. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, it's kind of like what your father said to you. Like, once you get to a certain age, I know you don't want me holding me in. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to allow you to roam, but uh, I'm going to be that fence. I'm going to be that person that's, that's there at the end, no matter what happens. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to help guide you down the path, but if that path ends up leading you to the penitentiary, when you get out of there, I'll be there. Gotcha. I'm gonna be there, and we, or if that path leads you to Princeton, you graduate, and you walk across that stage. Right. I'm gonna be there. Right. Either way, I need you to know that I'm there. I'm gonna I'm support no matter what happens. I'm not. I'm not gonna encourage everything because some things are wrong. But like I understand too, because I made bad decisions, and my father never gave up on me. It's one thing he always used to tell me: like no such thing as a loser in life. Right. You can't lose in life. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like. There's time on the clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And miracle comebacks happen every day. Once yeah. the clock is ticking, you can't be a loser. You might be losing. You got time. But you got time. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that <coughs> relationships, not just with my kids, with my, my homies, all that. Like, I don't give up on people. Yeah. Like, you know, I might not be able to go with you, but, like, I'm always here. Like, you know, so. No doubt. So, looking at it, and, you know, about there, um, if you was to give somebody, piece of game and not just the fashion part of it. Because you gotta look at it like I'm looking at you, you got orange shirt on, you know what I'm saying, my guy Pendleton on, you know, shorts on, nights on, everything got a flyness to it. When it goes to fashion, we kinda of, you know, we we really the cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like not the school until we say something. So so like when I see that and like I said, I walked in that room and I seen everybody got on different pieces, man. If you got some free game that you can get to an upcoming person that wants to get into fashion, what would you say? Uh, I'm going to say it's not even about fashion. This is like, this is my, I, this is how I got to where I am in life. Yeah. Same way that I'm going to say his rap name. Same way that Tom Faison yeah. said it at seven years old. Yeah. I did the same thing 
when I was eight years old. I had this whole plan. Yes. I had a plan. You gotta have a plan. I knew when I graduated at 17, yeah. I was gonna join the military and retire at 37. Yeah. I knew this. Yeah, I knew yeah, this yeah. from the time I was eight years old. Yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even write an essay at the time. You see what I'm saying? Right. I was a child. I knew this is what the hell I was gonna do. Right. And I stuck to it. Seven I was seventeen years old. Yeah. I've been around the world already. Yeah. I was, I was already in the military. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how you had told Cat uh, Gates. I did it twice. Yeah. So I done been around the world three times. Yeah. I done lived abroad for four years. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I lived abroad for four years before I turned 30. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's dope. Like, I done seen the majority of the world. Mm -hmm. I done been through a lot more shit than people like us go through. Yeah. At, got arrested now. Italy. Yeah, but I got arrested in Italy for, for drug trafficking. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this before I could buy cigarettes, bro. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just a kid from Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. I don't know Italian. I don't know nobody here. I ain't never been out. Like, at the time, I think I've been to, I've been to KC, I've been to Indiana, I've been to New York, right. I've been to Florida. Other than that, I ain't been nowhere else. I ain't been nowhere before that. And, you just gotta stick to that plan. I could've, after I got arrested, I could've just like, man, forget this military stuff. I could've left. Off that deployment, he had left. That's my mentor, that was my mentor at the time. I was yeah. following him, you see what I'm saying? And I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I stuck to the plan that a child created. Like, don't, your imagination and your creative energy as a child is so strong and it's so truthful. Like, you already know yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're growing. You know your you know your raw self. Mm -hmm. Your foundation is already there today. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I done seen what not what what happens to people when they don't have a father. I got two brothers. They got lights. Right. I've never lived. I my my oldest brother has never been a free adult. He's been locked up since he was 17. He's 40 something now. Like yeah. 40 44 or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like. I've never, he's never been an adult. Mm -hmm. He's never been able to go and buy liquor legally. You know what I'm saying? He can drink before him, but right. it's never happened. Stick to your plan. Like, in the grand scheme of things, stick to your original plan. You're going to tweak it here and there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that pedals and pushers was going to be a thing. I didn't know I was going to be a creator. I didn't know I was going to be a designer of any sort. I knew that I was going to do something. Mm -hmm. That first plan, that, that original plan, it, it was the foundation that led to all the other steps. Right. And that's where, that's how I got there. So whoever's coming up, doing whatever you do, I don't care if you're starting a nail business, I don't care if you're drawing, you're a graffiti artist. I do graffiti. You know what I mean? I, I'm talented with yeah. it. Like, do that. Yeah. Do that. Like, stick to mm -hmm. your, stick, you know what I'm saying? I, I grew, that's what my dad, that's what my dad gave me. My dad, he wasn't there a lot. He taught me how to draw very well at a young age. I was five years old. I could draw a portrait of my mother. Mm -hmm. People didn't know that. I showed him a book that I drew, and he was just like, this is you? Yeah, this is me. Like, I drew all of this in this book. I gave my daughter a picture that I drew with a black sharp. She doesn't believe that I drew his things as a print No, oh, that's me. Like, I really can do this. Mm -hmm. And you just got to use what you got. Stick to your plan. And when you meet people like this, all you got to do is put, put what they give you in the toolbox. Yeah. And keep working with it. That's, that's it. Right. That's, right. that's all you're doing, bro. That's right. That's right. What you got? Uh, advice for anybody 
uh, coming up, I'll give you first off like some technical. Now I'll get into more like life type stuff. Mm -hmm. Technically, like if you're doing like clothing, I'll speak specifics. Specifically, like specific, the ocean. Specifically. <laughs> specifically. Okay. Specifically. There we go. I can, I can pronounce that shit. It's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. My bad. Hey, but uh, I feel like learn the language. Yeah. Like, we spent a long time like trying to learn the language. Like, not getting what we wanted exactly produced. Like, you're going to be getting it produced by someone else. Uh, learn the language and if you're not going to get it produced by somebody else then learn the things necessary for you to do it yourself and we've we span both like COVID COVID really pushed us into a, a situation like you you know like uh, what song is that I can't remember what song is that song but it was, it was, it was a jigger line where he was like you know I put out the pot when we was out of options like COVID really put us against the wall yeah like we 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 had an order that was supposed to come in, and we got messed up. The <laughs> mail was messed up, and we had lost some money behind it. And I was sick, and Sony was sick, and I took a trip to VA. And I'm telling you exactly how this new iteration started. Like I took yeah. a trip to VA, and I saw a hoodie in there that I was like, I, it gave me an idea. And I was like, I went thrift shopping, I saw a hoodie in there. Yeah, it gave me an idea, and I was like, I went home. Yeah, and I painted on it to get the yeah. look I wanted, and that just like kind of burst on me when we started. Painting yeah. clothes and like honestly, bro, like you was asking earlier about like the, the, the feeling about the pop up. Yeah, like I was extremely nervous. Not, in, I didn't get nervous until probably like ten minutes before. But like <laughs> yeah. when it started, I was extremely nervous. Right, right. I wanted it to go well, man. Cause like prior to that, man, I had spent personally me, I had spent probably about a month and a half, like seven, eight hours a day, like painting clothes, bro. Like all that's hand painting. Like you know what I'm saying? Like ain't no machines, nothing. Like, yeah. you know, sitting down. Mm -hmm. But it went up. I'm pressing forward though. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Sitting down, you know, knocking it out. My wife coming back there and calling <laughs> it a sweatshop. <laughs> got clothes everywhere. Like you know, like you know, so like that, 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 that part of it. Learn the craft. Learn the language. Most importantly, the language. Yeah. Like I went in trying to order stuff and I'm like, I need this many inches. I'm like, we don't work in inches. Like we work in centimeters. <laughs> like, you know, we, you know, like, yeah, like we don't work in ounces, working grams. Like tell me your gram weight that you want. Like yeah. there's there's prescribed gram weights. Like you want a heavy hoodie, you need to know like yeah. like which companies because every company don't produce a four hundred gram hoodie. Like you might want a five hundred gram hoodie. Like right. you gotta go to certain manufacturers that do that. Like just learn the ins and outs of it, educate yourself on that. As far as though, like just accomplishing and doing stuff outside of clothing, period, in life, mm -hmm. like he said, man, like dedication and sticking to a plan, like you got to develop a script. Okay. The script may change a little bit, but like the general idea of the script will lead you in the direction you're trying to go, man. Right. And you, and that's really what it's about, getting everything that you got going for you headed in the same direction. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that way you're not turning around and deviating and slowing stuff down, like moving forward right. at your pace but you're moving forward like you don't want to you just want to quit moving backwards man. Like, everything that you do should be a move forward understanding that life is going to throw some some things at you when you have to move backwards so you don't want to do that yourself like you know what i'm saying yeah. you're going to make all your energy dedicated to moving forward 
know that. That's 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 the overwhelming thing for me, man. Forward, forward motion, man. About everything in life, forward. No doubt. My last question. Oh, Emergency contact. Okay. Kobe, just talked about how it goes down, how it happens. Holiday, right? <laughs> Something happens. Get a car. Something happens. Who the first person calls? Oh man, my list is already my phone. My emergency, my emergency contacts are already being called. Who you call? It's the first one. Who you call? First one. I gotta call my wife. Okay. I gotta call my wife. Okay. Like I call my wife when it's a when it's a life and death. Yeah. And if it's a, a an emergency advice, it's yeah. him. Okay. Hold on. Uh, wife, wife, my wife, your man. Mm-hmm. Risk, man. You call? Uh, I got my my best friend. Ontario Woodhouse. Ontario. Yeah. Uh, I've known this dude since I was four years old. I met him outside in Pecan Gardens, yeah. Virginia Beach, picking four leaf clothes. Shout out to Ontario. <laughs> okay. Like people literally selling crack right in front of us. <laughs> picking clothes. We picking clover together, and like I, our first little in, instance of together of like trust. We found like a whole bunch of really clothes. We had a whole pile of them. Like, yeah. Like he didn't believe they were real. And I was like, so they're real. I found like, I th- we together, we found like five of them. Yeah. We took them and we put them under a rock. And it's really like all the the deep boys in the neighborhood right there. And we put them under this rock. And I was like, bro, I'm going to meet you here the same time tomorrow. Like he could have went out there after we both went in the house and took them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I could have did the same thing. Yeah. We met out there at the same time. And. Yeah, We've been rocking since then. Since then, man. And like, you know, we both done grew, married, kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's my brother. Like, that's same way that's my brother, my brother. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm calling. Rich, Rich, what you got? Something happened. Still the first person. Man, I mean, same, same, same thing kind of with him. Like, the first call is automatically my wife, man. I've been married. I'm not 15 year of marriage. Just though. And. I've been with my wife for like 23 years, so uh, she's obviously my first call. She knows mm-hmm. more about me than anybody. It's probably except for my parents. Right. Uh, uh, if she don't, I mean, and that's only in certain situations. Like if I'm, if I'm, yeah. If I'm, if I'm a, I find myself in a situation, it's like stick talk or something like yeah. that. Like I'm, I'm calling, I'm calling Shawnee or, or, or Double, or Ryan, Ryan. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I know I got I got calls for different yeah. for different situations. But if nobody answers though, like the people I rely on normally don't yeah. answer. So so the reason why I say this, um, Okay. Like I had homeboys, mom, dad, all of that. The person that I love the most, that I would call for everything, was the person that I couldn't call. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the person that I didn't need my contacts to know about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We spat. You know what I'm saying? We spat. We, 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 had a, we had a tough spat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did, that's the number I wanted to call. But you can't. You can't call. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I tell Straight people up. all the time to have people. So I ask you about your time and add 100% to save five for yourself and all that. I tell them all the time, bro, we depend on this joint so much that we lose track of, like, right numbers down. Yeah. Remembering numbers. You know what I'm saying? You're on the side of the road. If this thing stops working, then you call yourself walking into a gas station and they got a phone. 
you got to whip that thing out. Ain't no chargers left. Ain't no iPhone chargers left. We only got Android. That's funny that you, you say that. Because my answer was about to be one of my sisters. Those are only, those are only two numbers that but I know off the flip. That's like dope. Off the top of my head, like I can call those numbers without a phone. Like I can go to a pay phone mm -hmm. and call those numbers. I can go to somebody's house phone and call those numbers. And uh, probably just because of the packing, I'll probably call my big sister first. That's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? So my big sister Patrice, she came to the she came to the pop up and held us down as the, you know, the cashier. So like shout out to her too. Both my sisters Kelly and Patrice, but like I will I will call in order though. Like, That's you know, dope. That's dope. So like I said, man, it's uh, it's more or less of trying to have the balance of just having people around. That's gonna push. And as you said, I think we're gonna come up with it probably the full circle, the next level. So I think that that's that's dope. Uh, I thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all because I knew you was coming in and you didn't pop us. So I wanted to make sure thank that yeah, I got yeah. y'all in. I man. appreciate you, yeah. Because I like I like what y'all do. Thank I like thank like I said, I walked in there in the pit Thursday to see like the unity. Yeah. Like when me and especially like, you don't see that. Like everybody kind of feels like I'm this, I'm that. Right, so they take my charm, but the whole time he's like, man, I'm just, hey, let's have a good time. Yeah, I meet right my up. guy, and I'm like, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up? You good? Like, it's love. You see what I'm saying? Those things are so far and rare these days. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to be, everybody wants to be Marlo off the wire. They, they want to be wear, that guy. They want to wear the crown. They want to be that they, guy. They got to have their season to wear the crown. So to see that, it was dope. So yeah. if anything y'all got coming down the line later on, man, Make sure you let me know and I'll be there. Mm -hmm. And you know, so anything I can help out with this, anything, anything I'll do me a favor, give me your handles so they can reach out. Okay. You got handles? <laughs> <laughs> I, hold on, man. I don't know what I got going on. Uh, handles, uh, I really only have one because I don't engage in social media, man. Like, I really don't, man. Like, I, I got a Twitter in, like, 2009 when it first really jumped off, deleted that, started another one in 2010, and that's where I met with it. Just Rich, 55th. Just Rich from 55th is uh, okay. J-U-S-T-R-I-C-H-F-R-M. Five five th. Okay, that's that's me. That's it. That's the only place you can see anything. I'm else telling y'all, man. If y'all want to read a good book, yeah, follow him. Hey, yeah, nah, I ain't gonna right. right. throw the books I, out. I, I, no, I, no, I give, I give a, a lot of game on my, I give a lot of game on my Twitter just because I feel like, hey, man, like it ain't. I, I, I guess I'm unique in that sense. Like people tell you all the time, like game to be sold, not to be told. I just feel like, man, like that's why we walking around game. Yeah, anyway, like, yeah. share that shit, man. Like these niggas is out here lost. So like on my Twitter feed, like I'm, I'm gonna give you that, yeah. or, or I'm gonna talk my shit or tweet some, some lyrics or something. But, yeah. Like follow me on there if you if you please. Hey, okay. man, please follow him, man. I'm telling you, you want to read a good book, man. Okay. Bro got it for you. Uh, my handles, uh, Instagram and Twitter is Uncle Chinese. It okay. was named by my nieces. You know, uh, his daughter. Make sure you get the peddlers. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Uh it's Uncle Chinese on IG. Yeah. Uncle Chinese on Twitter. I'm not too heavy on Twitter. I really just retweet all the dope shit he said. Yeah, but Instagram, yeah, I'm a story guy. Like I am I'm, I'm not giving you you gotta be there in my life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that Vine moment, 
like having everybody out there, me, you, Khalid was out there, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The pop up, double was there, everybody yeah. starstruck, you know what I'm saying? He's in the building. Um, you got to be there. Right. I'm not going to give you everything. I'm not going to give you all the characters that's there. You should have been there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want, y'all, everybody, you know, introduce me to double, introduce me to this person. No, you got to be there. You the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a story guy, though. I don't post too many pictures. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The pictures is just. Yeah, the problem. It's a, it's a, it's a time stamp. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'm out the time. That's yeah. about it. I ain't, I ain't doing too much with that. Yeah, uh, but the most important handle, you know, Pellers, Pushers, uh, on Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, we also have one, Pellers and Pushers. Just type it in, it'll pop up. Mm -hmm. Twitter, we have one. It's uh, pretty much, it's going to be, it, it lets it lets you know the releases. Mm -hmm. um, once you buy a product from us, um, you do get, you, you join an email, uh, a mailing list. Yeah. And you'll be, you'll get first served, mm -hmm. you know. As soon as it comes out, as soon as it's on the website, it's an email on your phone. Gotcha. As soon as you purchase something, not hand to hand, you go and support us like a regular customer. You gonna know firsthand, right? You know what I mean? We about to stream on that too. We about to do a little home shit. Yeah, we about to do where you get uh, access to explosives and uh, like actual gatherings. Yeah, like that's what's up. Like, the pop up, pop up vibes. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what's yeah. up. And then if we go on any of those, we go to the, it'll get us right to the website. Yep. Yep. Anything can get you to the website. Any handle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Peddlers, it's peddlersandpushers.com. That's it. That's us. There's a lot of spelling, but it's us. We want, you, we want you to spell it out. We want you to know what we're about. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, We've in your history. You only got to spell it once. Yeah. It's in your history. Once My you put man, it in there, we don't want it. Straight up. That's the stuff, man, for meeting. Guys, man, I appreciate y'all. Oh, thank you. Appreciate man. you for coming. Thank you. Change for Justin and everything. I appreciate it, man. I mean, I'm gonna get my Bible again. Man. Yeah, that's yeah, fire. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah. My head kind of big, so my, my shit might be different. But it's a Bible, so we say it. You know, straight up. We say it. We get it fast. I want one, man. I don't know if they can do froze. We're gonna work it out. I'm gonna point you to the peak. Yeah. So, from me to you, man, like I said, never goodbye. I always see you later. Yeah, straight up. Uh, may God be your direction. And uh, we be your seatbelt. And it's thing called life. Or God be your seatbelt. And we can until we meet again, man. It's always love, man. Anything you need, just give it to me. Right? Straight up. Yeah, be cool. Slow motion.